Hi guys, welcome or welcome back to the Natal Series podcast. Today's episode number 28, I think so. And I decided to talk a little bit more about content creation. That will be like towards the end just because I like to talk to you about my week and how everything went and all of that. You guys know I treat you as friends and that's what I like about this podcast, that I can be myself and I can talk about the stuff that happened this week. So that's where we're going. I've been actually loving reading. If you have been on my Instagram and YouTube, you will know that because I've been like super into reading lately. Um, so that's one thing. I finished reading Bridgerton, the one and the two, the, the first and the second book. They were both good, but the second one way much better. I love, love, love the couple that's in there, Kate and Anthony. They're literally the best and the tv show also like i didn't have as many expectations for anthony but it proved me wrong because i loved it and now it's my favorite um so yeah i read that one i tried to read uh one that is called normal people and i didn't enjoy it at all so I stopped reading it and I decided that I want to read on my Kindle from now on just because it's easier for me and I don't have to like go to the library Um, and it's also free, you know, so that's pretty cool. I have like an app, it's called Levy. If you're here in the US, you can download it and you can go to your local library and get a library card and then you can download the books that you want for free, which is amazing. And I read... um, I decided to give another opportunity to Colleen Hoover because I read It Starts With Us and I know it ends with us, the first one. And I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. I cringe for a majority of the book just by how they will talk to each other and like the little thing. I don't know. I just didn't like it. So I was like, you know what? I don't really want to read more books from her, but... I am right now like giving her another opportunity and I decided to look, to do like a whole week or like a whole YouTube video of me reading other books from her so that I can like make a better review by reading more books of her if you know what I mean like I cannot just read one book and say like oh my god this author is like not good. I need to read more books from her. So I decided to give it another try. And I've been reading um, Ugly Love for the past two days. I'm almost done. Um, and so far, it's good. I just, I just, I, I, and I also read Verity from her. And I really liked it. But you know what? The full review is going to be on my YouTube. But one thing that I am not really enjoying that much is that there's a lot of like sex scenes. And I'm just like, I, I don't know what happens with like Colleen Hoover. Um, that makes me a little bit uncomfortable with the very graphic stuff like I really want to have the plot and like a book without being like too uncomfortable it's like uh, a girl on Instagram one of you text me on Instagram and he was like I don't want a book that is like Bridgerton uh, season one and I totally get it because I couldn't watch that um, season with my mom it's impossible. It's impossible. It's like the full season full of like scenes that make you feel super weird. Anyways, 
um that's everything for like the books uh right now a friend also borrowed me two other books from Colleen Hoover because my local library didn't have any available. The next one available will be like seven weeks from now. So I was like, yeah, no, let's not do that. And my friend borrowed me, um, I think it's called Confess, uh, the one that I'm reading, Ugly Love, and also the second of It Starts With Us. I think, yeah. So I'm going to be reading those and of course reviewing it for you if you want to get more into reading because I don't know, it has been my favorite hobby. I go through phases, okay? I was on my video game phase not a long time ago and now I am on my book phase. Anyways, how I have been feeling. Honestly, my week has been very up and down, like a lot. Um... So if you know this, my dog has been a little sick for the past couple of weeks or month, I want to say. Yeah, it was me before my trip to Hilton Head. And um, we thought she was actually getting better. And I was actually very glad that we went to that trip because she had a great time. She was playing around with us. She was being herself again. So we, we thought like she's better now. She's doing way much better. I'm so happy for her. Um, and the last doctor told us like, no, she's not improving. Like her lab work is not really improving. And we were like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense because like she looks better. Uh, so my mom decided to go to another bed uh, to get a second opinion. And that was like... Um, Monday of this week today's Thursday and we went there and they took some blood work but also they told us to get some blood work for Cushing's disease and that exam is like super long it has to be like the whole day because they have to take samples three times um, in a day in the morning then four hours after and then the other four hours after to like see how it reacts like her blood and stuff so she stayed there the whole Tuesday and I miss her so much I can't believe that I'm saying this but it was just the whole day just one day and I felt like alone all day I was looking for her all day just I don't know, just looking at her or maybe hugging her and stuff like that. It, it just felt very weird to me not to have her. Mind you, she's 16 years old and she has been with me for those 16 years. I am 24, so she has been more than half of my life with me. And it's just, I don't know, she's part of the family. She's my, I don't know, I'm going to cry. I don't want to cry because I already cried yesterday, but... Anyways, yesterday the doctor called us to get like the results and stuff and turns out she doesn't have Cushing's disease and he also took a little bit of sample of a little cyst that she has on her leg and maybe we thought like maybe that's a tumor and maybe that's what's making her feel a little bit down. But um, no, that's also harmless. So it's not that. It's not causing disease, uh, but she's still like not feeling her best. She's like peeing a lot, you guys, like a lot. She's peeing multiple times a day and just in places that she didn't used to. She's also a little googly, like she's walking like if she was drunk, um, like towards one side, going to the other side. Like she just, she's not doing fine and like, 
last week she scared me so much because she was crying and also I I was looking at her and she looked as if she was in pain so and she was crying like winning and it broke my heart and um the bed told us yesterday like um look she's 16 years old okay um we could do more tests like maybe an MRI to see if she has like a brain tumor or maybe another ultrasound to see if she has cancer or stuff like that but in reality even if she has it she's 16 years old and she wouldn't be able to survive like a surgery so we really need to talk more about like making her feel the best and the most comfortable um give her her meds and to just wait for the best because it's really not going to work out um so i i don't know i just cried a lot yesterday it was a very hard day and i didn't want to expose myself like this but you guys are my friends and I didn't say anything on Instagram or or TikTok because I don't know some people are mean in there and you guys I love you so much the ones that listen to my podcast are the ones that actually stick with me for everything and I just wanted to update you on my little dog that I love so much um so I'm just trying to spend as many as much time as possible with her and just making her feel the best and the most love because she has she has had a really good life and uh, I don't know I'm kind of just accepting it and I don't know breathing and everything so um for the ones that actually donated uh to the GoFundMe thank you so so much you guys are amazing um we're still gonna have to pay like all the bills for all the like lab works and all the like the ultrasound the lab work from last time the meds all of that so it's it 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 really helps my family so thank you so much anyways that's (laughs) that's not what i'm here um i'm here to talk about because i don't want to cry um anymore we're gonna think about something else i the next topic that i wanted to talk was the halo top sponsor sponsorship that i'm not gonna be doing anymore um you guys the halo top is good the flavor is good i'm not saying it's bad it's actually pretty tasty some of the flavors actually the cookie dough is pretty nasty don't 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 try that ever that tastes really bad it's like super icy and weird but i liked the chocolate one and the strawberry one and yesterday they had like a promotion like buy one get one free and i was like oh my god yes let's do it and i was like okay let's buy it and let's have it at night as usual well last night i don't know what happened or maybe yes i do but like i don't know why like yesterday and the other days it didn't happen but before that it wasn't bothering me like my stomach wasn't hurting at all with halo top until yesterday like yesterday i ate that thing and i kid you not my stomach started hurting like instantly and i was like i don't i'm just gonna go to bed and it will go away 
it didn't go away, okay? I was awake the whole night. I couldn't sleep at all. My stomach was hurting so freaking much. And I was like, yeah, that, yeah, this is not possible. I'm really not going to do this anymore. I cannot do this anymore. This hurts so much. And then I thought about it for a while. And I was like, okay, some days I do eat like pans of ice cream, like Halo Top. And I was wondering, like, is this like a remaining of like, the eating disorder and I started like thinking about it and I know some of you actually told me like <laughs> like Danny like Halo Top is really into diet diet culture and I was like no shut up like it's not like it's just another ice cream which is like lower in sugar and everything but it isn't a big deal mm, I'm, I'm also drinking coffee right now but it is a big deal. I started doing more research about it. And like, I listened to a podcast by what's the name? Um, Maintenance Face, I think it's called I listened to one of those podcasts. Um, one it's called like Halo Top and they were talking about everything with Halo Top. And I realized like how harmful it is with like the marketing of like diets and stuff. And also, not only promoting diet foods, but also promoting like binge eating because let's be for real here. Our bodies are not meant to eat a whole pint of ice cream. And yes, I have done it in the past and not only with Hello Top with other brands, but that was when I was struggling pretty bad with binge eating um, or when I was like on my phase of like reintroducing foods in my diet and it was very hard for me to control myself and I realized that I was eating the whole pint of ice cream again and making my stomach feel super bad my body feels super like upset with me just because it's like lowering calories of course and I start thinking like I know this I don't know why I forgot about this but I know that binging is not about how many calories you consume. It's about the amount that you consume and how you do it. Like, because you feel anxious, because you feel like you need to fill the void and whatever. Mm, and I realized that Halo Top was not really helping me overcome that because I really do need to be careful with my tendency of doing that. Because I struggled pretty bad in the past with binging, guys. I have like a YouTube video talking about my experience with it. And I don't really want to get into it. Um, because it really hurts me when I talk about it. But I had a really rough time when I was struggling with that. And I don't want to go back to that. So I decided that I'm not going to be eating Halo Top anymore. And I'm not going to, of course, I'm not going to promote something that I'm not going to eat. And I don't think it's good for you. Um, if my stomach was in so much pain that I couldn't sleep last night. And um, if they're also marketing towards like diet foods and stuff like that, which I didn't know. So I'm sorry, I accept my mistakes. And I am like literally deleting all the like promotion that I was doing. Um, and I'm just gonna stick to my regular ice cream which you guys know my favorite is Hagen Dazer and maybe I will try more Ben and Jerry's I'm not a big fan but I'm gonna try it again um just because I don't really feel like um giving more marketing to that brand I don't think it's good 
Anyways, mm, I think that's everything that I wanted to talk about, honestly. Oh my god, last thing that I'm super excited about. You guys, today I am starting acting classes. Ah, I'm so excited. I have not told this to like anybody, but today I have acting class at 7. Um, it's gonna be my first time. I actually had like multiple options. I didn't know which one to take because there's a lot here in Atlanta. There's a lot of acting classes near me and also far away from me, like in the city. But I decided to give this one a try because I don't, I don't know. I felt like the social media that they have and also the website was kind of like reliable. And they do like headshots and stuff like that. I already did my headshots with my brother. He, he charged me nothing. So that's cool. But I also really want to like meet new people and like do more. How do I say like uh, networking? And the teachers right there are actual actors that have been like, like in TV shows, The Walking Dead and stuff like that. So I'm super excited to meet them today and to meet other people that actually want to have, I don't know, a career in acting. So today I am going to my first acting class. I'm super nervous, but I'm also super happy and I am also changing a little bit my schedule with like eating because again last night was awful my stomach was hurting so much and I realized that I also need to like stop eating so late at night so that my stomach is not like killing me at night I need to live a little bit of time for my body to be able to digest some food so I am going to eat before go going there because my class is from seven to nine so I'll have to have dinner at, at around six o'clock which I don't usually do I usually do dinner at like 10 o'clock which uh, I don't think is helping me okay so we're switching it up and then when I come back home maybe I'll have no maybe no I know that I will have a snack when I come back mm. But that's gonna be all for the updates. Now I'm gonna go to the questions that you guys ask me on Instagram about like content creation and stuff like that because I know you guys are interested in learning more if you wanna do it or in like also just cu curious about the whole topic. So I don't have a lot of questions. You guys didn't ask a lot, but it's okay. Um, number one, is it tiring to have a YouTube channel? It, it is. It, it is. Actually, it is. Yes. Um, YouTube, it's a platform that you need to put a lot um, into. You, you need a lot of energy and a lot of like materials per se. I don't know how to explain it, but like equipment. So for YouTube, I had to buy a camera and that was like two to three years ago. And I also had to have like a computer and I also had to have the program to be able to edit. And I also signed myself to, for a Skillshare so that I could learn how to use a program to be able to edit better. I also had for a long time a platform to download the music so that it wouldn't it wouldn't be copyrighted. I also had to buy a memory card so that I can put all the the videos because they are very, very big. Um, so it is very time and energy consuming, yes, but it, it is also super rewarding. Like, I don't know, but there's nothing better for me than edit a YouTube video for like hours and days 
and then looking at it at the end it's just very rewarding and I just really enjoy it so that as that's what I keep telling to myself when I'm like struggling with YouTube because it's it's hard um, that I am also going to be super happy when I finish a video and when I post it and you guys like it. So I'm super grateful for the people that actually watch my YouTube videos because it's the one that takes me the longest and I'm super happy to make them. So yeah, next one. Those having to post constantly on Instagram, TikTok ever gets gets tiring. Have you ever considered stop it, stopping? And yes, definitely for both. It's very, very tiring and my mental health also suffers um, quite a bit some days. Uh, but I think one of the things that I keep reminding myself is that I don't really quote unquote need to do it. It's something that I want to do. So I shouldn't feel the pressure to do it and instead just do it because I want to do it for fun, do it as a hobby. And when I do it as a hobby, when I pose the things that I want to pose and that make me actually happy, I find a lot of joy on it. I find a lot of joy in talking to you guys. I think it's my favorite part, just like answering DMs and being able to, I don't know, spread some positivity and talking to you guys like about the interest that I have at the moment like talking about the video games that I play or the books that I that I read stuff like that and I think that's like the best part of social media so that's what I keep reminding myself I have considered stopping um I have considered actually like taking a long break um which I have done like for let's say a day or two but not like a long 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 break but I think I'm gonna do it. Like I'm planning on taking a little break, yes. Next one. What is the app or website you use to edit your shorts or videos? Actually for shorts and reels, are I just repost TikToks. And I use snaptick.com to post the link in there and you can download the video without the little, the little like, um, how do I say it? Like um, mark, the little mark. Uh, if you download it with snaptake.com, you can take it out. And I use TikTok, like the TikTok app to be able to edit the videos. But I also use CapCut. Those are the two that I use, but I don't use anything else. And for YouTube videos, like long form YouTube videos, I use, um, what's the name? Final Cut Pro. Yeah. Next one, your experience, uh, first video reaction with first comments, thought, expectations. Um, okay, so I started my social media, my Instagram. I started like a long time ago. Like even when I was in Colombia, I was posting from like my perspective with an eating disorder, but I was just posting food. So I was posting my breakfast and then my lunch, like Instagram has changed so much because I remember I used to post about like five to six times a day and it was just a picture of my breakfast and like explaining 
um, the components of my breakfast and like how I felt with it and then my lunch and then my snack and then my dinner if it was something challenging if if I felt good about it whatever so Instagram has changed a lot that was about eight years ago seven years ago I think so then after some time I started like posting my face and stuff like that and that was I think that was after I went impatient to New York because I actually was very embarrassed by how I looked like because I felt like I was too skinny I didn't look very good and I didn't really enjoy it I think my eating disorder was different from others because I I don't know I I was skinny and I didn't like it I really wanted to gain weight but I just felt like I couldn't and I was scared Uh, to not have the identity anymore but in reality I didn't like how I looked so I would avoid avoid pictures of myself at all costs but after I went impatient to New York I was very very proud with my progress and that's when I started posting about my face and not about my face but like uh, pictures with my face on it you know and like talking more to you guys on Instagram and on stories and honestly, uh, there wasn't a big audience per se. I was just posting for me and maybe some friends and maybe, yeah, some friends that I had in Colombia, but it, it wasn't big at all until one day I was like, you know what? I really, really want to spread my story and like share my story with others so that I can't prevent others to go through what I went through with the eating disorder and that's when I decided to make my first YouTube video and that was like three years ago and again it didn't reach a lot of people at all I didn't have comments so that if you really feel or if you want to start a YouTube channel a Instagram account or a TikTok account whatever you want to start just do it like don't do it for like how many likes are you gonna get or how many comments you're just do it because you enjoy it and because you believe in yourself and believe that you can grow an audience um because if you're real to you if you're like authentic the best people like the perfect people per se are gonna come to you and I don't know the experience has been amazing I just love talking to you guys and I don't know you guys are amazing so I really enjoy it I enjoy everything that I do right now so yeah and the first video like the first actual video that I made um I think those are like pretty weird to look at because the edit the edition is like not really the best because I was learning but I was very proud because everything that I have learned so far has been because of me like nobody thought me how to do anything I just learned how to do it by myself I paid subscriptions so that I could learn how to do it I spent hours on YouTube so that I could learn how to edit better to put music to do all that I'm doing even the podcast right now to buy the microphone and to learn how to use the program actually the program that I use is audacity um so yeah (laughs) Mm, do you earn money now yes I do um next one um 
I don't really know how to explain it, but how did you manage to make a following? Because I like content creation, but no one watches my things. And it kind of brings me down, sending you much love. Oh my God, I'm sending you so much love. And again, that's what I'm saying. You need to stop thinking about it. What I think about right now is that it's like a big group chat, okay? You're not going to beg for attention. You're going to actually find the right people and the right people will find you because they like who you are, what you talk about, what your passion is, what you like to, to do in your free time, stuff like that. So they're going to become kind of your friends. It's not about the amount of people or like how many followers you have or how many likes and or how many comments, stuff like that. It's about more of like finding the right type of people it doesn't matter if you have a hundred k if most of those people don't really know who you are don't really care for you and instead you should focus more on like even if you have a thousand followers what if what if 900 of them look at your stories and actually engage with your content and actually like your content and know you and like you as a person so that's what I like to think about. I have a friend in Colombia that is also trying to grow her following on Instagram. And we talk every day and she's like very into it and she really want to do it. But she gets discouraged a lot of the time because of that, because of likes and comments. But you need to understand that we all start somewhere. And with time, it will get better. You will learn how to make better content and also, you will learn what your audience likes for you to post and for you to edit and stuff like that. So don't give up. You can do it. If I could do it, you can do it as well. Like I promise it will come back. It will come to you. Next one. Um, um, do you earn enough to be self-sufficient? Yes. Yes. I'm very happy to say that. Yes. Um, next one. What do you need to edit? Like you do it on your phone or just on your laptop? I use my phone and I use my laptop. And to be able to edit, again, I use programs like, let's say for Instagram, for like graphics and stuff, I pay for Canva, my subscription in there to make like graphics. It's really pretty. I also use Canva for thumbnails on YouTube. For YouTube, for music, I use I used to use Epidemic Sound, but it, it became like very expensive for me and not worth it because I wasn't use it as I wasn't using as much music. And now I use Thematic, which is what Linda Linda Sun uses, and it's free. But right now is that I realized that they can only that they don't they only allow you to download about like three songs or like five songs a month and I'm like damn it like I need more than that but that's why I've been using the same songs in the last couple of videos because I cannot use any other song uh, oh I think it's Agus now so I can which will be good uh, for the podcast I use Audacity and I edit in Audacity and I record in Audacity so I don't need anything else uh, my microphone and my computer, of course. For TikTok videos, I use CapCut and I use the TikTok app. That's it. And SnapTik to download it and also post on my reels and on my shorts. And that's everything you need. You could also do your YouTube videos on your phone if you don't feel like buying a camera. 
but it's gonna be a little longer because um I don't know the the videos for me they're quite a bit uh, heavy um because per se like today I was editing a YouTube video and the whole footage was about two hours and 30 minutes so it was a lot and I had to cut it and cut it and cut it and right now it's 30 minutes and I still want to cut it even more um, so that's why I use Final Cut Pro to be able to like edit on my computer. But that's like everything you need. I, I feel like if you don't want to spend money on like Final Cut Pro, you could also do another program. My brother uses something else. I don't know. I think my brother used Adobe, um, but I'm not really sure. He's a photographer, so he needs to do that as well. Next one, how to get PR boxes or work with brands. You have two options. The first one is not up, it's not really up to you, but brands reach out to you. You write your email on all your platforms and they reach out to you if they feel like your content is towards that side. So if you make like food content or like recipes and stuff like that, then most likely you will get offers from uh, brands that are food related. Like, I don't know, just as a bad example, Halo Top or Hagendazer. And the thing is that you need to be using that product and tagging them if you want them to look at your content. You know what I mean? Mm, so that's like the biggest tip. It, it, use or tag the, the brands that you already use and that you already love and then some new brands will also reach out to you so you can either first wait for other brands to reach out to you and you tag them and stuff like that or you can also reach out to them and send them like a dm or an email and say like hey i'm an influencer or i do this type of content and you send like an example of like how you do your content and what your platform is how big it is and stuff like that and for that i will actually suggest for you to do a social media kit uh, let me know if you want to know what that is but you can also like look it up on google what is a social media kit and you can do your own it's like putting all your social media platforms in there and how many followers you have and stuff like that. So yeah, highly recommend that. Anyways, the other questions are not really content creation uh, related. So I'm going to stop right here. And I hope you guys have an amazing uh, rest of the day. I'm gonna, of course, update you on my next TikTok. No, on my next podcast on how my class went but that's gonna be all for today i love you guys so much thank you so much for listening and i will talk to you next week bye